For some morbid reason, you have decided to listen to a history podcast called The Gates of Hell. The name, you may or may not know, comes from that consequential moment in the New Testament when Jesus Christ proclaimed Peter to be the rock upon which he will build his church, a church that the gates of hell shall not prevail against. For me, not only as a practicing Catholic, but also as a student of history, that moment is critical to reflect on. There was established not just the papacy, but its primacy, soon to be adorned in immense power, intertwining the natures of spiritual, temporal, political authority over billions yet to be born. There, too, was established a promise of an eternal and unbroken church for all of history to come. It was established as a church that could not fail, at least not completely. For those of you familiar with my other history podcast, Written in Blood, you know that I have studied through biography nearly every era that I could sink my teeth into, from feudal Japan to colonial America to Soviet Russia. One glaring deficiency in all of my study was church history. When I realized that, it began to bother me. And the more it bothered me, the more I wondered why it bothered me. This beloved faith of ours comes with a 2,000-year human history that is no less scandalous than any other temporal institution. With any respectable amount of intellectual honesty, it becomes clear that a belief in a church that cannot fail, superimposed upon a history replete with failure, requires a reckoning of one's soul. Dr. John P. Joy, in his disputed questions on papal infallibility, asks the reader to be cautious of the trap of false identification, meaning the acts of the men within the church do not necessarily constitute as acts of the church. This seems obvious on the surface, but without a contextual and thorough understanding of these difficult moments in church history, how can one sufficiently know the difference? Or more positively, could a Catholic, ignorant of church history, make a just defense of the true and noble acts of the church when challenged? It will be in this spirit that the Gates of Hell podcast, with thoughtfulness and candor, will explore Catholic church history. That means this will not be Catholic apologetics or doctrinal rhetoric nor will it be self-congratulatory chest-thumping or preaching. The historical facts, raw and unvarnished, and with as much context as possible, is what I aim to deliver. The intention is not to scandalize, but to better comprehend, and to try to recognize the zeitgeists that led to the Church's most pivotal historical moments. I want to understand how these events cascaded and why decisions were made. That is my why, and now for my how. As you may have guessed, the macabre appeals to me, and to you it seems. In fact, the original name for this podcast was The Dance Macabre, recalling that medieval memento mori of the inevitable dance to the grave that we're all in. The bumper music I've chosen is a vestige of that working title, The Dance Macabre, written in 1874 by French composer Camille Saint-Cien, and it is here beautifully performed by Madeleine Parnas Moller on the violin and Cecilia Parnas on the cello, who were gracious enough to give me permission to use their arrangements for the show. The format will be long-form, allowing ample time to unpack the details necessary to grasp these massive subjects, and ultimately the material will dictate the length of each show. As for the release dates, your guess is as good as mine. I'll drop a couple-hour episode, and then you may not hear from me for another six months or so, but I'll do my best, and I will try to be a better steward of my social media accounts. I am woefully terrible at marketing myself and staying active on Facebook and Twitter. Frankly, I don't enjoy it at all, but again, I will try my best. My experience with my first history podcast, Written in Blood, was overwhelmingly and unexpectedly positive. I didn't have massive exposure or make any money, but the listeners and Patreon supporters made it the experience of a lifetime. And after two years, I had run through all the biographies I had on the docket. 
and it seemed a good time to put it off to the side. This new history podcast, The Gates of Hell, deserved its own feed, and it's something entirely different from my previous project. I don't expect to get huge exposure or make any money on this one either, especially with inherently divisive subject matter, but I think for a minority of us out there, it may strike a nerve. If you are one of those people, please share, rate, and review what I'm doing here. A single positive review makes worthwhile all the time spent in the margins of being a husband and a father, up late, in a corner, under a lamp, reading, writing, and researching. As of the recording of this introduction, Apple Podcasts is still the best place to leave a review. Lastly, I should clarify that while this is a Catholic Church history podcast, it's not just for Catholics. If you're not Catholic, that's okay. Nobody's perfect. Catholic or not, I sincerely hope it proves enriching for all who listen. And so, I believe that hits all of my bullet points on this introductory episode. If you're looking for contact info, show transcripts, or episode notes, go to gatesofhellpod.com. It's all there. And so, thank you very much, and I look forward to this journey with you.